This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Welcome to Good Morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. And this hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And I got to say, one of the best things about this show, well, absolutely the best thing about this show is the guests that we're able to bring on. We're a large organization. We have over 4,000 realtor members. We have... Um, 700 brokerages, companies, small businesses, uh, large businesses that, that operate here that we represent. And we also have about a thousand affiliate members. So, and affiliate members could be uh, um, termite companies, home inspectors, movers, it, it, the, we cover the whole gamut. So we have tons and tons of information that we can bring. And then we even have special guests that we bring on sometimes. Sometimes we bring on a congressman. Sometimes we bring on the winner of the Homewards Essay Contest. And that's what we have today. Um, we have a nine-year-old Allie Behrens here. And she is one of the winners, one of the three winners, and the winner in your age category of the Homewards Essay Contest. Good morning, Allie. Good morning. Thank you. And of course, we have her mother here, Sabrina Behrens with EXP Realty. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And then, you know, so often, we, I think we forget that the moving company is just as much a part of the escrow process as the escrow officer, the loan officer, the appraiser, the realtors, because you, and the bad part is you get the end of it. <laughs> so when we have delays and such, there you are having to deal with it. So uh, today we have Well Done Moving Company here and uh, Carlos Torres and Lindsay Beasley. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And thank you for all for being here. We're going to get into the Homewards Essay Contest. We are going to get into the moving process and some of the options that people have in moving. And then we're also going to get into how the market's doing in 2020. I have to say, I've been around a few years. 2020 is absolutely the longest year that I can remember. So I think they packed in more than 365 days into this year. <laughs> Oh, they did. It's a leap year. 366 <laughs> year, days. All right. First of all, um, I would like to congratulate Allie for winning the contest. Now, uh, what grade are you in? I'm in fourth grade. Fourth? 
Yeah. I remember fourth grade. That was, that was fun. And I think the funnest part for me is they hadn't stepped up the homework yet. They had a little bit. So, you know, you got to hang out with your friends. You got to learn new things. But the homework wasn't too heavy. Is that still the case today? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, would Is it okay if I read your essay? Sure. Okay. And then afterwards, I want you to read um, a, a blog that you wrote. Okay. Because I think it's really cool. All right. Remember, the task that we gave all the children in the Homewards Essay Contest, which happened during the month of September. I got a question. Did it take you the whole month of September to write this? No? Okay. How long did it take you to write it? Um, maybe like a day or two days. Okay, so you put some thought into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the task was what my home means to me. And as if you've been listening to any of the seven radio stations here at One Putt Broadcasting, you've heard our market minute where we're talking about what we as adults learned from the kids. And not one kid, including Allie Behrens, mentioned appreciation or the value or the numeric value of the home. It was the real value of the home. Um, about security, a, a place for to laugh and have fun with your family, a place to feel safe. So, okay, I, I, I think I've tantalized all the listeners enough, Allie. <laughs> I better get on with your, your essay, right? Yeah. It, would you say it's time? Yeah. Okay. What my home means to me. My favorite things about home... Uh, that I love is that it is a warm, it is warm and welcoming. Now that is important. You, you have to feel welcome at home. That's why we named this show Welcome Home Radio. <laughs> that that was a coincidence. We, do you know that we've had this show on longer than you've been alive? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we're about to begin 13 years, and you're you said nine years old? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, see, I'm always selling this show. I'll get back to your essay. How's that? Okay. I also love my house because I am familiar with it, uh, because I've been in it for a long time. How, how long have you been in your home? Um, I don't know. Maybe like a few years. Uh, okay. So that, that's a while, so you ought to be familiar. You know where the, your bedroom is? Yeah. Okay, I'll bet you know where the kitchen refrigerator is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I also love my home because there are no bullies like there are at school in the park. That's important, huh? Yeah. And that's the safe and secure thing. And, you know, even as adults, we have to face bullies. I know. Yeah, okay, you know that. How do you see that? Um, what do you mean? Well, okay, so as adults, sometimes on social media, we have attacks. Uh, you, you know, so, uh, maybe somebody that is a Facebook friend uh, is mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, of course, 
So as a kid, you you, you kind of learn to deal with that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I remember about home and bullies and, and such. When you're at home, you know, maybe even though your sister called you a name, I was safe and secure. I could say, nah, I know I'm okay. I, I had that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet you're confident at home. I am. You know your family loves you, right? Yes. And you've got a home to prove it. Yeah. Um, okay, there's more. It says, I also like it because I have time to do what I want instead of doing what teachers and friends say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like reading and playing with my brothers. Mm. And How many brothers you got? Two. How old are they? Um, my older brother, Theo, he's, um, I think he's 11. And then my younger brother, William, is four. Okay. Excellent. So are they listening to you on the radio today? I don't know. Oh, you know, that's brothers for you. When yeah. I was growing up, I don't think my sisters would have listened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, home is a place where I can curl up on my bed and escape into a good book. Because I love reading. You do? Yeah. What, what are your favorite types of stories? Um, like um, chapter books. Um, kind of like Charlotte's Web and that kind of stuff. Okay. And um, she, you go on to say, those are some of my favorite things about home. Now, we had a little follow-up question that I'm going to read. Yeah. What I love about my school, and this is what Allie said, I love my school because it is a way to interact with my friends. I also love school because I get to learn new things every day. Thank you. Keep learning every day because then when you get older, you'll be a leader in your community. Um, I love having adventures every day and school is just that. Lastly, I love my school because it is so much fun. There you go. Now, here comes the best part. Can I have you read your blog? Sure. But, but read into the microphone so that everybody hears it real well. Okay. Recently, I have been taking horse riding lessons. I think that they are really fun, and I also think that you should try to get lessons too. If you want to convince your mom, begging and pleading will not work. Instead, try being extra helpful around the house. Offer Can I stop you right there and say how true and insightful you are? Begging and pleading won't work. I know. Doing a little extra will, will do it. And for all the realtors listening out there, pay attention to that one. <laughs> okay. Um, offer to do chores that are pet-related. Say, for instance, walking the dog or dogs, depending on how many you have, or feeding your pet fish. Maybe spend some time with your cat. Let your hamster go for a spin in his ball. Read to your iguana. <laughs> do whatever. If you don't have a pet, try to do regular, everyday house chores like emptying the dishwasher or doing the laundry. Then, if your mom and dad get you a pet, try to work your way up to horse lessons. This tactic will also work if you want to get a horse. Do some easy chores, then medium, then hard. This tactic works a lot more than you might expect. 
It will also make your parents happy. It's basically a win-win situation if this works. Your parents get the chores done and you get horse riding lessons. This is a way to get horse riding lessons. You know, there is a lesson in there even for the adults and for all the realtors who are trying to put transactions together. You just gave a perfect example of win-win negotiating. Yeah. So in a negotiation between two sides, everybody has to win. If one side wins and the other totally loses. That's like not a negotiation, that's not fair. Yeah, that's kind of like bullying. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. You, Allie Behrens, just gave all us adults a lesson in working together with other people. And so thank you. With that, we do have to go to our first commercial break, but stay tuned for more. And we're going to get into how the movers play into the escrow process. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. If I could just come in, I swear I'll leave. Won't take nothing but a memory from the house then. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And today we have in the studio, Well Done Moving. Uh, we have Carlos Torres and Lindsay Beasley here. And uh, Well Done Moving is an affiliate member of the Fresno Association of Realtors, meaning you support our efforts. And um, I guess the biggest way that you support it is going to be through doing your job and, and being a, uh, being a, resource for the realtors because a question that we get asked a lot is hey do you recommend a mover because um, and it's like I told my wife when we moved you know I hurt my knee that week conveniently <laughs> yep. oh it was bad <laughs> so we had to hire a moving company uh, so all right tell us um, Carlos could you tell us a little bit about well done moving who you are and how, uh, are you in Fresno or is it a nationwide company yeah thank you Don for having us here this morning it's uh, great to join with Sabrina and Ali and Lindsay and all of us here at the table I first have to say Ali this morning uh, her speech I mean, this is a classic example of an authentic leader. Um, I love to hear children talk because when they speak, they're just being completely authentic. And uh, I hope my girls are going to listen to this. I got a six-year-old at home and a, my six-year-old Penelope and my four-year-old Amelia or three-year-old Amelia. And I hope my girls will be inspired to read more and to write as great as you, Allie. So about Well Done Moving... We are a family-owned local Fresno business. Um, we are an S corporation, and uh, all we do is we provide full-service moving. We do packing, um, loading, unloading up and down the state of California, and uh, we've just relied on our community to tell us how we're doing and. We believe that we have a winning system, but it's really the community here in Fresno and in the Central Valley that has helped us become who we are. I have to say, every day I'm more impressed with all the community members I get to meet. 
and they're the ones that have ranked us as a five-star moving company. So it's, it's little about what I have to say about well done moving, but it's more about what the community has to say. And we rely on their feedback um, to help steer the organization. And uh, we do love to partner with, uh, for example, Fresno Association of Realtors and give our services um, when the time is uh, convenient or offered. So that's a small. Yeah, and when you say the community, um, I actually met Lindsay at a community event. Uh, and that's how we got the idea of you guys coming on the radio and being a part of this. Lindsay, could you tell us about that event? You do remember which one, right? Uh, I think I can remember. <laughs> okay. So we uh, met you at the Habitat for Humanity um, home dedications in um, just a couple months back. And because of the pandemic, they did things a little bit differently. We um, were part of a parade to welcome new first-time home buyers, um, homeowners um, into their new homes and be a part of that was to be a part of that was really amazing we love giving back to our local community and just to be a part of that and help um, families move into their first time home it was just a tremendous event yeah that that was uh an emotional very emotional yeah thing because um it was was it was three, three families, three families. Yes. that got the keys to their new home that day and you guys delivered the furniture, but these homes were built by Habitat by Habitat for Humanity, and so much of it is was donations, yes. contributions from the community, uh, and more importantly, contributions from the family who received the home. I believe they each have to put in 500 hours yes. uh, of building. So you guys donated your moving time which was just a small piece of the puzzle, uh, Habitat for Humanity and all of the donors, such as the Realtors Association, you know, financially helping these families achieve what every American dreams of, of doing was owning their their first home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my favorite first time home buyer story is when I gave keys to somebody and everybody starts crying a little bit. But this one cried a lot, a lot. And the husband explained, she's crying so much because five years ago we were living in a car. Wow. And to be able to achieve home ownership was amazing to them. I love that story. Yeah. Um, so I will bet you that you get a lot of phone calls uh, saying that, Gosh, um, we thought we were closing Friday and you guys were going to show up on Friday morning and start moving, but the escrow's not going to close. More so now than ever, this is happening. More so now? Yes. That doesn't surprise me because escrow companies, lenders, appraisers are just totally backed up because there's so many refis going on. The interest rates are so low. and Yeah, yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, we deal with it the best way we can is just constant communication. Uh, one thing we let our customers or potential customers know right off the get-go is just book with your best educated 
guests on a date, whatever your team is telling you, um, and keep us in the loop. And we will do our very best to accommodate um, with last minute schedule changes. Obviously, we do not charge for rescheduling. We just try to work with everybody in the best way we can and be as accommodating as we can. So, and you did all that before you learned from Allie this morning about win-win negotiating. Well, I'm definitely going to take Allie's advice and, and use it on the daily basis at home and at work. I think it was fantastic advice. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, because I, I, I would think a lot of people probably have the preconceived notion that, oh my God, my moving company's going to tell me, hey, you have a contract, you're booked, we're, we're coming. <laughs> You're right. And some do actually. And I've been told a lot lately, just a huge sigh of relief from our customers that they're so grateful that we're able to work with them. So that's one of the things I just I try to take off from their stress because moving is already so stressful, regardless if we're in a pandemic or not. It's just a very stressful thing. And our job is to help lessen that stress level. So I try to just say that off from the start and just let us know how we can help communicate with us and we'll communicate with you. And if you need to reschedule, please just keep us informed and we'll work it in somehow. It so that kind of goes along with the, uh, the next lesson Allie's mm -hmm. gonna learn about. And that is the best time to handle a crisis is before it becomes a yes. crisis. Mm -hmm. So you communicate Stay ahead of early. It. Yes. Did you get that one down? Yeah. That, that one might be f more like fifth or sixth grade stuff. <laughs> so be patient in life. I got it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, you actually let them know on that first call that yes. this is a possibility. We will work with you. We, we know that things are tough right now for a lot of people, and we just want to do our best to help. That's what we do. We help. Yeah. Our job is to provide help. Okay, and so our listeners know how common this is. Um, what percentage would you say have to reschedule? I would say eight out of 10 right now. And eight. I know it seems like a lot, but it really is. If you saw my calendar reschedule notifications that he gets, uh, <laughs> things are constantly moving. Yeah. And you know, and it's really not the client's fault. They no. probably gave you their best. Yeah. Well, they gave you the schedule closing date. Right. Um, and, and here's what I tell clients, and later in the show, I, I want to hear how Sabrina puts it to her clients. Uh, I could even ask you now, huh? Uh, so I always say that that schedule closing date of December 18th or December 19th, well, no, you can't close on a Saturday. So let, let's use yesterday, December 18th. That's our target. Right. And you don't always hit the target. Anything could come up. Um, I had one, th this was a delay that nobody could see coming. At the last minute, the underwriter wants the appraiser to make a correction on the appraisal. Just a, a, a probably a typo, or a, not to change the appraisal amount, but just correct something. Yeah. Well, the appraiser was on vacation. <laughs> he was hunting up in Canada and could not get a hold of them for a week. Well, whose fault is that? I mean, unforeseen. It's unforeseen. Just, yeah. yeah. And I'll bet that came back on the movers. It does sometimes <laughs> misplaced frustration and we just do our best to roll with the punches and 
and you know lessen their their stress level like i said Mm -hmm. take some of that burden off of them yeah and that's good to hear that well done moving will do that and and uh, work with clients because that is a reality and i am kind of surprised i would have guessed five out of ten but you're you're emphatically saying yeah. eight out of ten. Right now, it's just yeah. I can't even let our guys know really advan- in advance what team you know what customers they're going to be helping until sometimes the morning of. We have to just move things around. You know, we might have had this slated, but that one didn't close, and so now we have this one. So everybody yeah. in on our team has just been gracious and rolling with the punches right along with us. Wow, sounds like uh, this is good preparatory school for being a realtor because. <laughs> When we wake up in the morning, we don't know how our day's gonna go either. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So with that, we are going to our first next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio, we have Sabrina and Allie Behrens with us. And we also have Lindsay Beasley and Carlos Torres of Well Done Moving. We were talking in the last segment about how the movers fit into the uh, the, the whole escrow process. Um, and But now I would like to ask, what, what does moving mean? I, it, and the different services that you guys provide, because everybody's different. I mean, maybe somebody needs you to actually pack away all the high school trophies, right? Uh, or, or all the uh, um, uh, adult softball league trophies. Like I, I got a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, other people just need you to move the the big things, right? So what are what do you guys offer? to the uh, to the clients that's a great question because moving is such a broad category there is some people just need help like you said with the heavy items and they want to move all the little things themselves um, some people need a full service move including bringing all the supplies boxing up all of the small stuff the big stuff and then moving it into their new home or maybe storage we also get a lot of requests for, I know we're here about home moving, but we also are, um, we also do commercial and office moves. So that's something that maybe people don't realize that we do. We do both commercial and residential. Um, and um, we, our moves vary from huge custom homes down to the, just the average three or four bedroom home. Um, and like I was mentioning, full service from every little thing all the way just to, you know, a few items. How about storage? Because sometimes people, yes. they're, maybe their escrows or and their moves don't line up right. on the same day. That happens a lot. So how do you? How can you help that way? So in that instance, what we've done is, especially if somebody's building a home and their timeline just doesn't line up with where they need to be out of their existing home, so we will come in and wrap everything properly. There's a certain way things need to be done to put, be put in and stay safe long, in longer storage. So we'll go and do that and protect all their items, put it in storage, and then a few months later, we'll come back and move everything into their new home. 
Okay. That happens more than you'd realize. I would think so, yeah. yeah. Um, especially when you brought up the builder part, because mm-hmm. so many of our transactions as realtors would be from one existing home to another, right. so we're not having to wait. But come to think of it, way back when, when I bought a new home, we gave, we gave notice at our apartment that we were gonna be moving out December 31st, and then the home the home got delayed and it wasn't finished till February 1st. Yeah, domino effect. Yeah, yeah. so we kind of had nowhere to go yes. um, for a while. We see that often and we're just willing to do whatever we can to help, like I said, take some stress off, off of the, the client and we might come up with a solution that they didn't even think of, such as coming, you know, putting everything in storage and then, hey, we'll come back whenever you need us again. And we often offer um, loyalty discounts. So mm-hmm. if they've used us before, we'll put a special pricing package together for them to come and help them move into their new home. See, I wish I would have known about all this way back when, because I was in my early 30s then. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's humbling to have to go back. Hey, mom, can um, <laughs> we stay here for a few <laughs> yeah. weeks? Right. Uh, and um, of course, then I had to do all the win-win negotiating with my mother. She wanted us just to live there permanently. Yes. She would have cooked it for me every day. Oh, wow. Make sure I had enough pasta every day. <laughs> but um, that was a tough few weeks. <laughs> um, all right. So being in um, storage mm-hmm. is a common thing. Right. All right. And what kind of cost is that just in general i know everything's got to be different but what 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 is something what's an approximate cost on storing something let's say for a month well yeah so um don yeah that's a great question uh, because every every home and every move is so unique yeah. uh, we see our our company as we love to provide moving solutions. Yeah. And we feel like we're in a really strong position to do that. It's because of our outside professional help that we've partnered with. For example, Netramedia, um, Lavex and Clovis, uh, Sandra Helm in Kingsburg, and um, Core HR here in Fresno. This outside professional help has really put us in a position so that we're able to meet those community moving needs. So um, it depends on the, every house is unique, but you know maybe anywhere between seventy-five bucks for uh, for short-term storage a month. Um, it's pretty reasonable, and we go ahead and bring all the supplies and just charge uh, the customer for whatever they use, yeah. um, and make sure everything is protected and um, everything like that. Okay, how about interstate moves? So somebody's moving to Kentucky. Yeah, so we actually don't currently go out of state. However, um, and most people don't realize this, so this, this is a great question. We, we do get asked pretty frequently. Um, we can provide so much more than just the normal average move. So we can help with what's called labor only. So we can send a team, however many, from two all the way up to six or 10 guys and load pods, 
uh, sea trains. We just recently helped a family uh, load to move to Hawaii. Obviously, we don't go to Hawaii. We don't cross the ocean. So they rented the sea train, and we showed up with six guys and loaded their ent- packed and loaded their entire house. Um, so, And they told us they didn't know that that type of service was offered. So I think that that was a great question. Okay, yeah, so labor only right. is, is, is something that you offer, and then... Um, that means no trucks, by the way, just for the average person who doesn't know that. A labor only means just the guy, the crew. Yeah. Um, so we can we can send however many you need over there and load up the... It, we do this, if they move out of state, sometimes they rent their own truck, but they just don't want to do the labor part of it, so we'll send the guys there. They know how to properly load and secure everything in the truck, and then they'll drive to, like you said, Kentucky, and then they can hire another set of labor-only crew in the other state and help unload. Okay. I say Kentucky. I actually have some clients moving to Kentucky soon. So, um, all right. So that that's good to know that you can do labor-only or all the way to full service. Yeah. Comp- full service where you're getting the trucks, the, the move. The supplies. We actually also are a one-stop shop, basically. We have all of the essential moving items um, to prepare for your move. And we offer a service where we will deliver this. Say you want to pack yourself, but you don't have the supplies. If you're in the Fresno, Clovis area, we will deliver those contactless. So, which means you don't even have to be home. You just tell us what you need. We'll show up a few days before the move and drop those off at your door. And then you can pack, or you can still order all those supplies from us and we can do the packing for you. All right. So somebody just needs to call you and, and, it sounds like communication is a big thing. Communication with, is key. Yes. Yeah. So they tell you what they need, and mm-hmm. then you see how you can fit it. Right. But what What's the phone number for Well Done Moving? Great question. 559-899-9791. Okay. Yes. Uh, and what's, do you have a website? We do. And on our website, uh, they can fill out an inquiry form that will ask all of the details about the move. They can input all that, and then it will notify me, and I can get back to them right away with an estimate, a free estimate. We can also make arrangements to do contact-free um, walkthroughs, and that is uh, www.welldonemoving.com. Well, that's easy enough. <laughs> Carlos, how would you guys come up with the name Well Done Moving? Maybe it was a compliment from your first client. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, actually, it came through a random uh, visit at a chapel service. Uh, it was mm. sitting in a chapel service and hearing a song uh, being sung uh, that said, well done. Um, we we kind of took that, that the name of the song and adopted it to our own. And from our earliest moving stages from 2008 we always try to please an audience of one and um and while 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 doing that we're able to please everybody at the same time and uh that's kind of uh how we came up with our name just a random chapel visit and uh, we actually got uh the name and the scripture plastered on the side of our trucks all of our trucks are new by the way um, because a lot of our customers have really nice furniture so we want to make sure that we can uh, give you a nice, clean truck. And they all have lift gates on the back for uh, safe loading. So, yeah, we got our, the scripture well done on the side of all of our trucks. Okay. Uh, now I've got a little leadership question for you here. So how do you imply that moral compass, that, that 
your your goal how do you do that with your employees yes yeah, so, so that's a great question um so our, our company is really unique in that it's small so that we're able to to really uh become one with one another and oftentimes our uh we'll we'll, we'll lead a, a meeting with with the scripture um or we'll lead with the with the phrase well done and talk about what does that look like how does that look like for a customer um when we have a scheduled meeting and we want to when we have a scheduled move and we complete that move what can we do to make that customer at the end of the day say wow that was well done in other words how can we exceed expectations and we're always looking for that uh, for that next edge to exceed those expectations. Um, so yeah, we just use our name, the title of the business, Well Done Moving, and then we just want to try to bring it home by saying on each and every move, how can we make the customer say, wow, that was well done. You're making me think of something that occurred earlier this week where I, I was asked, um, what what's the biggest thing that you've gotten from working where I have for the last 25 years. And um, I would have to say that it's not at all about my career, but it's about what it's done to help me be the person that I am today. Um, And so if you can help your employees become better people, That, that's fantastic. We like to think of our team. We often refer to it as a team. We're all kind of sports oriented at our at our uh, at Well Done Moving, and when we have meetings, we call it a huddle, and we just it's an extension of our family. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right. Well, thank you very much. And with that, we are going to our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, nine forty ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio, we have Well Done Moving, Carlos Torres and Lindsay Beasley. And then we also have Realtor Extraordinaire, Sabrina (laughs) Behrens of EXP Realty. And her leader, her daughter, Allie, who was the winner of our uh, Homewards Essay Contest. So... Sabrina, you're a big, uh, big part in this whole thing as far as the moving process for clients as a realtor for the seller or for the buyer. Um, have you had any tough moving, closing uh, escrows where you had to rely on the on the mover? <laughs> Definitely, Don. Um, you know, this year has been very interesting. Uh, like you said before, it seems like, you know, escrow is kind of moving target, right? You don't really know exactly when it's going to close. I don't think I've had one single transaction close on the actual date it was originally supposed to. So, And just so everybody knows, you're normal, not abnormal. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it's, I tell my clients it's sort of like a due date for a baby. You just have to prepare your best, but then you just never know the date that is gonna happen. That's so, a great way to think about it. Yeah. That is a good analogy. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, for, for you guys as movers, you know, it's it's challenging because you kind of, guys, like you said, Don, get the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. So 
the clients are stressed and maybe need to change the date and you know it's it's great to have you guys be so flexible because I think that really helps everyone it helps the clients it helps the agents um, it helps the whole team so really working together and like Ali said it's just a win-win situation when everybody's happy so right all right so how are you seeing the market Sabrina um, just a general question well, that's a very interesting question. It's one I get very often, actually. And I would definitely say it's a, quote, seller's market right now because interest rates continue to drive a lot of buyers. Uh, the inventory is still pretty low. Uh, there's not as many homes available, so there's a lot of buyers competing for the same home, which you know can be very stressful. But sellers kind of, you know, have the upper hand in terms of having multiple offers most of the time and kind of are in the driver's seat at this. That's just my opinion, but that's what I've seen. Yeah. Um, and yet I ha I've had somebody say, well, it's also at the same time a buyer's market because yes. affordability is so high because the interest rates are low. Exactly. I think it benefits both sellers and buyers because of those low interest rates. There's that win-win yes. part. Buyers <laughs> get to win, sellers get to win. Definitely. The movers get to win. Yes. <laughs> More jobs. Oh, and, and us realtors too. But the real winner are the kids of the realtors. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, these wow, the horse riding lessons you get, they don't come free. <laughs> yeah, if your mom true. wasn't out there working hard to sell houses, I'll bet no matter how well you negotiated with your mother, you probably still wouldn't get them. So you, you do support her as a uh, realtor, don't you? I do. Okay. See, my daughter, when she, I remember when she was your age, she would go with me on some, some appointments and all that. It was funny to watch her. She was playing realtor with a friend of hers uh, it, it, and they were pretending to be a realtor and I remember <laughs> she she walks in she goes and this is the kitchen and it's like Jenna I do more than that <laughs> I can so relate to that my dad's been a realtor for 35 That's plus so years in the Bay Area and <laughs> it feels like you're telling about my childhood my friends and I did the same thing <laughs> And then my son feels like he went on every appointment. He sold every house for me. <laughs> Is that how you felt? Yeah, my brother helped my dad clean out houses when people would leave them, you mm. know, not fit to be moved in right away. So, yeah, it's a family affair. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. I remember showing um, this one or going to this one house after the people had moved out. And uh, I'll just use my son's words. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. Oh. And I said, Stephen, your room's not too far away from that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's somebody else's, so it's worse. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So um, what kind of advice would you give to a buyer in today's market? Well, as you know, of course, I would say to use an agent that you trust to help and guide you, especially in the type of market we're in. You need somebody to advocate and just you know, be flexible, um, and also be willing. You know, if you really do like a property, you know, give it your best shot because they go quick. So I tell my buyers, if you really like this, you know, we gotta move on it because there's a bunch of other buyers out there. So, and I think um, in today's market too, a good advice to give a buyer is that 
negotiating has changed from the past. Yes. You know, 30 years ago, it's all right, you, you lowball them and then you expect the seller to give a counter offer and then yeah. a counter counter. Yeah. You go back and forth four or five times till you meet in the middle. <laughs> yes. Not the case anymore. No, it's not. And it's very tricky because yeah, some buyers, oh, I want to offer low, but if there's seven other mm -hmm. offers on the table, that's maybe not going to go over so well with the seller. So definitely great advice. Yeah, yeah. And and I think this is a, um, a time when you're preparing an offer, you want to go in with your best foot forward and you yes. have to use those win-win negotiating skills. Yes. In that initial <laughs> offer, what's in it for the, you have to think, what's in it for the other side? Exactly. And I always, as representing buyers, like to talk to the listing agent to see what exactly are the sellers looking for? Do they want something? What days do they want to stay in the home? That type of thing. Because figuring out what's going to work best for them, it may not always be about the money. It may be also about what are their needs and thinking about them as well and kind of working together. And like you said, having a win-win situation for everyone. So, I asked a seller that question um, uh, not too long ago where they wanted to get a price much, much, much higher than <laughs> what I recommended. Yes. And um, I, I said, well, okay, you know, that is a possibility, but I think we need to do that. We need to do these inspections, do all the work involved in sure. getting, uh, clearing those things. And um, that particular seller couldn't get over the fact that it couldn't all be in his favor. Sure. Could not see giving the, the other side yes. uh, equity. Sure. I, I've seen that too, yeah. especially in this market where sellers are kind of in the driver's seat. And it all seems to go much more smoothly when people work together. Yeah. So, and sellers oftentimes believe they're in the driver's seat. Yes. So what's good advice you could give a seller who wants more than even the bountiful market we're in offers? Well, I've run into that a few times this year. And what I like to tell sellers is, you know, you could get a buyer to offer X amount of money over, um, but the problem is the appraisers are going to come in unless it's a cash offer with a loan. And they are sort of, you know, bringing that back down to more of what the average home is going for. So kind of, you know, communicating and with sellers and just setting expectations of, yes, you may get an offer that is X, Y, Z, but that doesn't mean necessarily that at the end of the day, at the closing table, you're going to get that money. So I think that's important to communicate right up front with them. So there's nothing left as a surprise for them. So. And I, I know that even now where homes are selling so fast in a, in a few days, Yet there are listings out there that have been on the market for a hundred days. Yes, that is true. What did they do wrong? Well, I think probably in my opinion, maybe didn't work with an agent or didn't, you know, maybe list right at the right price. Cause if you start off a little bit too high, it turns off a lot of buyers. They think, well, why is this so much more? And maybe they're difficult to negotiate with and buyers just don't want to have to deal with that. So mm -hmm. those homes that have been on market a long time, I think pricing it correctly is very important because, you know, you see, you've seen that where they do price too high in the beginning and it just sits and sits and days on market isn't great for a listing. You just gave me a great idea <laughs> that has to do with well done moving. So 
oftentimes we go into a home to, to help them, the seller sell it and they have too much stuff. Sure. So it, some advice I give sometimes is you might need to uh, consider moving twice. Move the non-essential yes. things out now, put it in storage, and that's where well-done moving could come in. Yes. And then um, once the home sells, because most buyers are looking for more space. Yes. So if you walk into a home and it's already crowded, um, you got to do 90 degree turns rather than <laughs> going with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, th then maybe you need to uh, move twice, and that's where well-done moving can come in. Funny you mentioned that we we do do that service. We've worked with a couple local realtors. Uh, we just did one out of um, Fish Camp. Moved uh, some stuff into storage so that the home will hopefully sell much quicker. Yeah, great. Well, great. I want to thank our guests today. We have Carlos Torres and Lindsay Beasley of Well Done Moving. Thank you very much for sharing your information. Thank you for having us. And Sabrina Barons and Allie Barons. But most of all, congratulations, Allie, on being a winner of the Homewards Essay Contest. Thank you. All thanks, right. Don. <laughs> yeah, and Thank thanks you, to all our listeners. We'll be back next week. It's going to be the day after Christmas, but we'll be here. Thank you.